I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora team, welcome back to a new episode of The Shit Show. We took a bit of a random hiatus last week. Squish, why the hell did we randomly miss a week? Um, oh, I was just mucking around in the States. I mucked up my schedule a little bit. I thought I was going to be back in New Zealand and I promised Lucy that I would be, but I actually wasn't. But that's okay. And then you look like you were having just a wonderful time in San Fran. So it's actually fine that we didn't do the shit show. However, it was the most newsweekiest week that we could have possibly taken off, right? I know. Which is just typical. Typical of us. Assassinations, resignations, abominations, taking over nations. (laughs) We did have this chat off mic and come up with all of them. I thought you would have delivered it better if we had already uh, planned it out, but that's okay. I know. Okay, well, that is a good segue into... I'm sitting here with a silver V and I've just had some um, burger rings. I'm like trying to, I'm, I'm having the most bogan way of trying to get some energy into me. You need a meat pie. Nick's been traveling in the States. Rubes and I have been over in Sydney and it's not even like we've been doing the most. It's just that, Nick, you know, when you're in a new place and you're meeting all these new people and you just get drained. Yes, I, I know exactly the feeling. I think I've still got a little bit of jet lag and I started my new job today, so. But I'm here. Yeah, I was about to ask, how'd your new job go? It went well. I didn't break anything and they like me, so it's good good signs. Oh, that's all we could ask for. That is absolutely all we could ask for. Now, because Nick has had a bit of a chaotic few weeks or a few days traveling home, starting his new job, and I have had a reasonably chaotic few weeks but have still been keeping up with the news because that is actually my whole job nick is gonna bring one like important story today one very squish spacey vibed story and also naturally his weirdest internet thing but for the rest of it i'm just going to be running through some of the biggest stories that have happened kind of over the past two weeks because i feel like we need to talk about them on the shit show and i don't know just quirky of me to want to keep you in the loop as if that's not my whole job oh i know i don't know why i want to talk about these it just feels right (laughs) oh listen you're so goofy so goofy and so quirky but nick first thing we need to talk about is what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week, Dal? Well, the weirdest thing I saw was that tobacco giant Philip Morris, he's not like a giant like the BFG, like I, called Philip Morris. I was about to say that. <laughs> it's a it's a company. <laughs> Philip Morris, I don't know, kind of one of those big evil corporations, but this is kind of nice. Donated 500,000 packs of ciggies to the Ukrainian army. So <laughs> there's not that much information about it really. Um there's just a little press release. Um from the deputy of Ukraine 
or the People's Deputy of Ukraine, saying Philip Morris donated 500,000 packs of cigarettes to help the army. Lviv Tobacco Factory and JT International Ukraine also handed over cigarettes to the military today in all regions where there are logistics warehouses. So I don't know. It's not a very heartfelt press release. I mean, But Nick, what do we always say? We say do what you can with what you have. Exactly. So Philip Morris, old Phil, donating what he can so true and you know what no one fucking deserves a puff on a stress relieving ciggy like the ukrainian soldiers right oh my now. god if i was in ukraine i'd be sucking back the darts like there's no tomorrow <laughs> don't even Honestly. don't quote me on it <laughs> sucking back the darts well nick i too have quite just a quick non-flesh outable story Hostess, you know the brand that makes twinkies yeah i do have recently released crypto-themed Twinkies called Twink Coin, which is just the dumbest, most capitalist, stupid marketing rubbish I've seen in, like, in a while, which is saying something because I feel like I see every day dumb marketing shit. But this is just like, it's not even a coin. It's not even like on the blockchain. It's literally just hostess releasing special edition Twinkies called Twink Coin. Like, and for what? It's just circular Twinkies. They they knew what they were doing when they called it Twink Coin, right? Uh, yeah, Nick, they did. They just wanted some really good quote tweets, didn't they, on Twitter? Mm-hmm. It's probably worked. <laughs> it, well, it has worked because it, it made it to the shit show, the most legitimate and popular news podcast in the world. In the whole world, you're right. It is. The and most... you can quote us on that. Yeah. Don't quote Nick sucking down the darts, but quote... <laughs> quote that this is the most popular thing in the world nick do you know what i would really like from you um i don't know a a meat pie to go with your burger rings and a uh and a v (laughs) i would love i would honestly smash a meat pie oh my god i had a i had a steak and cheese pie and a sausage roll yesterday when i got back to new zealand it was oh it was so good no burley was close i I went to renwick i drove out to renwick Which was good. It's, good. it's good. Still it's good. It's second best, but I mean, shout out Burley. If you're ever in Blenheim, get the Burley steak oh, and cheese and truffle Burley. pie. Fuck. Nick, do you know the Siska team does Pie Day Friday? We're in Auckland, and you can start doing it now at the numerous places around Blenheim if you want. But we go to different places that make pies and we eat them and we rate them and we weigh up the cost versus like the pastry and the taste. And do you, is this, is this just for your personal? like archives or do you release this as part of the uh the newsletter because i feel like that that's good content yeah i'd subscribe to pie day friday yeah so it's our it's okay so it's for our personal archives we have our own slick channel dedicated to pie day friday however someone else has said they want it to be one of the supporter bonuses and honestly i'm here oh yeah so if you i mean it's a very niche bonus isn't it but like why not like if we're riding it up oh exactly so look if you're a Cisco supporter you might be getting a wee pie day friday pie recommendation bonus anyway the thing that i actually wanted from you before we went on this wonderful wonderful tangent was for you to bring me some of your very well researched space news (laughs) (laughs) well you almost need like a little jingle like nick's uh nick's space corner or something very well researched space news (laughs) it makes it sound like i didn't very well research it because i I did but did you did you watch the like um announcements for this thing or uh no i didn't i didn't watch i watched it all unfold on twitter because i'm on space twitter space twitter and bike twitter that's that's me um no one asked (laughs) frank oh my god oh 
You could get rid of that if I look too savage or keep it in if you think it's relatable. Anyway, Nick, what's this thing that we're talking about? Uh, so James, the James Webb Space Telescope. So if you don't know what the James Webb Space Telescope is, or the JWST, which is kind of not even that much shorter than James <laughs> Webb Space Telescope. It's basically like Hubble's, not successor, but like partner in crime, um, but way, way better yeah. and way newer. What's Hubble? What's Hubble? Do you not know what Hubble is? Yeet. The Hubble Space Telescope. Well, Nick, um, I'm just, you know, some people might not know. Some people called Lucy might not know. They might need a refresher. One of the, you will have seen... Yeah. The Hubble Space Telescope photo is one of the most important scientific instruments of the 20th century, Lucy. Oh, my God. No, I definitely know about it. I definitely do. Okay. 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 Well, anyway, <laughs> it's basically a giant telescope out in space, but not really a telescope because it doesn't have lenses, but infrared. Anyway. Yeah. And the other day, NASA unveiled the first like full-color image taken by the James Webb Web Space Telescope. Now, unveiled is a really interesting way to say unveiled. Unveiled, unveiled. I can start again if you'd it's like. It's a mundane pile. No, no, I'm obsessed with, I, I love it. And I love it. That's the thing I took from like all of the <laughs> Yeah, all of the information <laughs> is just me saying something wrong. Look, I've just no. I've just had so, two months of Americans telling me I'm saying things wrong. So it's, true. and telling me I'm Australian. But anyway. Oh, well now I am Australian. G'day. So anyway, this like incredibly like detailed image, which is a photo of some of the most distant galaxies seen from Earth, it shows off the power of the telescope and served as like a teaser for the even more like awe-inspiring images that got released the next morning. So this morning for us today, um, the scale of the photo is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Um, I can't. I don't know how to explain it in words properly but the first photo that got released that you can go and search it's on shit you should care about at this point it is on shit you should care about so every speck of light in that photo is a solar system like ours which is kind of crazy just in itself but the bit of the sky that it took a photo of is essentially the size of a piece of sand held at arm's length so if you held a piece of sand in your hand and held it you can't see me do this viewers at home but lucy can and hold that up to the night sky all of the things you saw in that image would be contained in that piece of sand. Oh my God. So it's like zoomed into that one little piece of sand. Yeah. And and all of those things, all of those solar systems and galaxies are contained uh, in, in that. that. That's amazing. And like when you see the photos, they it looks like crystal clear. And Nick, isn't it like in a roundabout way, like the furthest we've seen back in history or something? Yeah. So the light that you're seeing on in that photo is like 1.5 million years old. So That's fucked. So the light, well, it's been traveling for 1.5 million years before it hit the sensor on the camera. Holy shit. Like that, I've been seeing TikToks that have been trying to like explain that to me. And it's a hard thing to get your head around. But once you do, that is phenomenal. So it is kind of like looking back in time, really. Like, because what you're observing happened 1.5 million years ago. Yes. Yeah. Which is just oh, amazing. Space is crazy. It just blows my mind. Same. And I don't even understand it, really. So for someone to understand it, that would be stressful. Oh, God. Could you imagine being a scientist on this? Like, actually knowing what oh. you're looking at? Oh. That would be like, I'd probably cry. Like, I'd probably cry for days. <laughs> if you were so smart that you understood what was going on, you'd cry. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> That is the Gen Z Lucy coming out. Like, 
there's no way I could possibly be an expert in anything because I'm crying. you'd cry. It's like that tweet that's like, how do lawyers not cry when they're arguing? <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Oh. So anyway, the James Webb isn't like your average selfie camera in the way that we think of it. It has an infrared camera which sees like a spectrum of light that our eyes can't see. If light light is a wavelength, you know, a microwave is we can't see microwaves and just like infrared, we can't see that. Um, whereas the Hubble Space Telescope uses I can see a microwave in my kitchen. <sighs> oh, oh, it was sorry, like sorry, sorry. When he says microwave, he means that was that wave. fruit was so low it, it was hanging on the ground. You could like no, literally. Anyway, the Hubble uses like a giant set of lenses, like a big DSLR, that focus on different things to take photos in like visible wavelengths. Um, I thought it would take like I don't know a couple of weeks for the next set of photos to release. Um, but they're coming pretty thick and fast and like they're incredible um, obviously this is audio so you can't see what I'm talking about but you can definitely go and check out the photos um, and especially the comparisons between the Hubble and the James Webb it's like going from an Android to an iPhone in terms of picture quality and you can like see why the scientists are so excited about it like as I said before, I'm not smart enough to know what's going on, but... Even the standard person, when you put them side by side, or even that first one, Nick, of all the different solar systems, it's just like the clearest view of space you've ever seen. It's not like an image generated by a computer. Yeah. Like, I'd recommend, because I'm a nerd, I'd recommend finding the biggest version of that photo you can find and just, like, zooming in on different stuff. Yeah. You can see, like, galaxies that are bending around, like... Yes. ...other galaxies. It's like, oh, my God. And think of all it's, the aliens that are in there. Literally. And that's only in that one speck of sand. And think of all the other, like, Earths and stuff, all the other people like us that are probably living in there. Or is that not a thing? Do you think they've got James James Webb Space Telescopes too? Yeah, they've probably got better ones and they're actually spying on us. They can probably see us right now. Yeah, if you're looking at us aliens, please send us, like, money or gold or something. That'll be good. <laughs> send, us, send us some twink coins, will you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nick. That was a great space story, but now can I Thank have you. some space to talk about me? No, 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 not about me. Yeah, this is our last episode. Me and Lucy are taking a break. She taking needs some, some space. space. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Um, Ruby just, Ruby has typed on our, um, <laughs> I've given her, so I've given Ruby my laptop for a little bit of behind the fourth wall stuff going on here because garage band wasn't working and she's got my script open on my laptop downstairs and she's just typed in Ruby is the bomb IDK. It's going to be like like um, Anchorman when Lucy just reads yeah. what's on the. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, okay, bit of a tone shift. Because my first story, Nick, is one we don't need to spend that much time on because I think everyone has heard about it by now. But mm-hmm. Shinzo Abe, the previous Japanese prime minister, the longest serving prime minister, was assassinated um, last weekend while he was speaking at a political rally. Nick, I'm assuming you heard about this? Yeah, it was crazy to watch the, the notifications unfold on my phone. It was yes. like, oh my God. 
Because this that doesn't so, happen, especially not in Japan. Like exactly. So Japan actually last year only had one homicide that was reported um, to do with gun violence. So they are known for being like non-violent, low gun violence, quite good laws against like you can't own a gun. This the assassinator had to sort of build makeshift his own gun to be able to shoot Abe. And just um, a little bit about Abe. He was quite well-respected in the country. He actually stepped down citing ill health, but he was speaking at a rally for a young politician from his party, um, which is the Liberal Democratic Party. Nick, interestingly, the Liberal Democratic Party is actually a conservative party. Now, I might need to fact-check this, but I think the Liberals in Australia are... Yeah, they're they're like our national. So that's so random. Like, because I was writing about it, and I was like, "Oh, it must have been pretty progressive or whatever, or pretty what's the opposite of conservative? Liberal." Yeah, well, yeah, in the way that we think of it, yeah, but yeah, in the way we think about it. But anyway, that's just a something to keep in mind when we're talking about this. Words mean different things in different political parties. Um, but anyway, the. Person who did shoot uh, Shinzo Abe has been arrested, obviously, on a charge of attempted murder. He was on the government's radar, and he has admitted that he intended to kill him, uh, to kill Abe, because he believed that the former prime minister had some association with a group, a religious group, I think, um, and the gunman held a grudge against that group. So it was quite planned out, and yeah, just really, really... A unique one and a really sad one, considering the gun laws over there are quite tight and they're quite non-violent. Yeah, very, very shocking. Oh, super shocking and just, yeah, really did come out of nowhere. And like you said, the sort of notifications started coming in and I was like, even I, who doesn't really have that much to do with Japanese politics, knew about Shinzo Abe. And so Mm. that must have shaken the nation The next story I have, Nick, I'm kind of tired of this entire story, so we will go fast. Elon Musk (laughs) is no longer or does no longer want to be buying Twitter. So um, some of Elon's lawyers have said that he's pulling out of this Twitter deal because Twitter is in material breach of multiple provisions of that agreement that they originally signed and that they've made false and misleading representations um, mostly about like the number of bots and stuff on there, right? We've talked about this multiple times. Yeah. Basically, though, I think what, again, me and Nick have talked about on here a few times as well is true is actually that Musk had signed this legally binding agreement um, and then it sort of started looking worse and worse to him every day because he made quite an impulsive move to buy Twitter for way more than it was worth and then realised he made a huge mistake. Do you reckon that's kind of fair, Nick? I've seen a, a couple of different theories around it because, I don't know, he started all of this buying Twitter stuff when the market was, I don't know, not doing well, but now the market's really mm. shit itself and Twitter is worth yes. way less than what he in- originally intended to buy it for. So I don't yeah. know if this is some some play to try and knock a couple billy off the asking price. True. Or True. if he's really trying to get out of it or if, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? He seems to make yeah. a different decision every other day. So Yeah. He's very impulsive, um, but it's not. It's not as easy as just ripping up a piece of paper because this was a signed agreement. They had announced he was buying Twitter 
Um, and then you sort of can't just sign an agreement and then say, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> There's kind of consequences. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> um, but uh, Twitter did say that they would sue Elon for breaking that contract. And as of actually just before I read this, Twitter is suing Elon. Here is what the Delaware, which is where this deal is sort of going down, the lawsuit says in Delaware. Having mounted a public spectacle to put Twitter in play and having proposed and then signed a seller-friendly merger agreement, Mr. Mr. Musk apparently believes that he, unlike every other party subject to Delaware contract law, is free to change his mind, trash the company, disrupt its operations, destroy stockholder value and walk away. That's Ooh. that's a fiery lawsuit line, eh? How do how, how do they not cry while writing it? <laughs> so true. I was almost crying reading it out. So apparently there is about a one billion dollar breakup fee, which, to be honest, like he was offering like forty four billion for the company, and so he's still saving forty three billion if he just pays the one billion dollar breakup fee. Oh, that's a. Sort of leveraging that in there. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to buy something and then not bought it and had to pay a billion dollars not to buy it. I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, but I'd also, you'd also be pretty pissed if, like, you were selling the company and this guy came and said he'd buy it, destroyed basically all value, fucked up the company just by what he was saying, and then was like, oh, I don't want it anymore. Anyway, moving along from Elon, quite thankfully, but onto something, I don't know, equally as not good in the world nick have you heard what's been going on in sri lanka i've seen i've seen some things but i haven't it was kind of while i was traveling so i never really got to the bottom of it yeah so sri lanka's been having a bit of a rough time i've written about it in the newsletter a few times but essentially over the course of the year we've been seeing lots of protests over there and mostly peaceful protests as well they've been calling for the president's resignation because for a long time, um, like things like food and fuel are getting really expensive and really, really hard to find in Sri Lanka. And actually things like medicine as well. So citizens are really struggling to access any of the basic things that they need. They're even struggling to access dollars to travel or to buy things because their currency, they use rupees over in Sri Lanka, is losing value. I mean, this was happening before sort of the rest of the world caught up and turned to shit as well. Um, the government also was like rationing electricity and sections of the country would just lose power without warning. Schools have had to postpone exams. Like, it's just been... A incredibly hard time over in Sri Lanka. And this is, of course, in part because of the government over there. Um, so protesters took it upon themselves, Nick, to storm the official residence of the president. There are videos of them using the pool. They're taking tours of the residence. They've made themselves quite at home in there. And what they want is for the president to resign. And so... It has been reported that, like, hashtag power to the people, both the president and the prime minister, because, yes, you can have both, um, have agreed to step down. However, like, I don't know, a report came out today saying that the 73-year-old president flew to the Maldives with his wife and his security officials, and then his brother, who's the finance minister, has fled to the US. So, like, it's just, first of all, it's like this family affair that's been like, in power in Sri Lanka for decades that I think people were just ready to be done with. But second of all, 
they're all sort of just fleeing to these better places than the country that they've left in like utter turmoil. It's not a good sign when your like finance minister is your brother, is it? Like, no, it's not a good sign when your shit show co-host is your brother either. <laughs> I mean, we're not in charge of any sovereign nation yet. Uh, it may well happen. Yet. You never know. Who and knows? I don't know. Maybe I would make a good finance minister. Actually, maybe we should take that back. This may, <laughs> this may come back to bite us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. We won't take over the There are yet. receipts. Um, I saw a, a, um, a photo of a dude like smoking a J by the pool at the prime minister at the president's house. And I, I was know. like, man, that's kind of a legendary photo, but also the fact that it's had to get to that stage, I it's know. wild. I know, and I, I do think the protesters are the people that went in there. I mean, I don't even think it's helpful to draw a parallel to like the January six like storming mm. of the capital to this at all because it is actually different. Like, this was not fueled by the government or the person in power. This was the people actually being like, you've been in power for decades. The country is shit. Our standard of living is so shit. We can't even buy things. We need to do something. And, I mean, I guess this yeah. is what they felt they had to do. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like you, yeah, like people could or would want to draw comparisons between the two things because, you know, it's you know the people going to the government sort of thing. But, yes. yeah, January 6th and this, as you say, quite different. Yeah, not really any parallels there. But um, I will keep you all. I'll keep you all informed on what's happening in Sri Lanka because, obviously, they're going to need a new leader. I wonder what's going to happen within the government there. I'm just – it's intriguing and it's interesting and I just hope for something better for all those people over there. Nick, we have yet another story about yet another world leader, one who pops up on the shit show quite often because his whole fucking existence is a shit show. Boris Johnson is resigning. <laughs> Woo! But when? When did I ask? But when is he going to leave? <laughs> when is he going to leave? Um, well, so Boris Johnson, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, has done a few shocking things while being in power. Nick and I have talked a lot about his parties that he hosted over lockdown and the way that some big world event always comes to distract us uh, from Boris Johnson's sort of downfalls. Anyway, but over the past, over last week, um, Things really did come to a head, and I really like the way that it was put from um, a dude called Rusty who writes today in tabs. So he said, The short version of Bojo's last scandal is that he appointed a sex pest named Chris Pincher, which is just not a good name for a sex pest. Yeah, Pincher. It's like, it's like, it's on par with like Anthony Weiner. The guy. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that guy? He basically, he was an American politician Wait, that basically yes. sent a whole lot of dick pics and his name is Anthony Weiner. No, wasn't that part of the Obamagate scandal? Uh, I think, it, I don't know who. Anyway, yeah, so he appointed Chris Pincher as Deputy Chief Whip, a British government job that is no American equivalent, despite knowing that Pincher got pissed a British government term that means shit-faced, and groped two men in a part of a Tory club literally called Cad's Corner. So Boris Johnson appointed this dude who then um, had people alleging that he sexually assaulted them. 
And Boris didn't do anything about it. And I think, Nick, just for a lot of people, this was the last straw. So it triggered just so many resignations and, like, letters of no confidence. And then Boris Johnson initially was like, no, like, everyone still wants me here. I'm not resigning. And then now he's actually come out and said, okay, I will resign Um, So he's resigning as the leader of the Conservative Party. He'll remain as caretaker prime minister until a replacement is decided. So, I mean, looking at how quickly they sorted out that whole Brexit thing, he'll probably be in power for a long time yet. Well, I heard that he wanted to have his his wedding at one of the the government palaces or something called Checkers. So that's why... this is I know this is just straight from Twitter, so it could be complete bullshit. Oh, but look, a little bit of gossip to go with the news, Nick, is just what we're here for, what we need. So that's why he didn't step down immediately because he wants to have he wants to marry his third wife at uh, a, a government property called Checkers. Why didn't he just have his whole wedding during fucking lockdown and number twelve? Yeah, he may as well. He might, number ten. Oh, number 10. <laughs> number 10. <laughs> well, I mean, number 12 is nicest too, probably. <laughs> it's nice too. Probably. God. Anyway, so that's actually, that could have been the good news story of the week. But, Nick, I actually think you might have an even better one for us. Yeah, I think it is pretty good. Um, so the good news story for, for this week is that California has decided to make its own insulin. Um, so obviously insulin is, li- is a life-saving drug that often gets, like, heralded as the as as why American healthcare is so like broken because it can sometimes cost three to five hundred a month for mm. for this sort of drug. Um, but the California governor Gavin Newsom announced on Thursday that he plans to allocate a hundred million dollars in state funding to have the state like make its own insulin. Um, he said nothing epitomizes market failure more than the cost of insulin. Uh, many Americans experience out of pocket costs anywhere from three to five hundred dollars per month for this life saving drug. Um, so half the funding will go towards developing low-cost insulin products, and the other $50 million will be spent on a California-based insulin manufacturing facility. This is all in hopes of creating new high-paying jobs and a more robust supply chain in California. So there we go. And hopefully cheaper insulin for those that need exactly. it. Exactly, yes. Maybe all over the country. That's such That is such a good story now, because insulin is a really popular... Anyone who's diabetic needs insulin, and it shouldn't cost you... $500 a month for your life to be saved, essentially, should it? Yeah, I know. Like, it's like an extra $500 a month tax. Like, if I had to pay $500 yeah. a month just to exist, then I'd be broke as. Yeah. Oh, that's what the case. That is really good news. And I want to keep following up on that because I really hope that mm. that happens. Yeah, I hope it, like, follows through. Yeah, same. Now, some extra good news, or maybe it's bad news for you, is that Nick and I are cutting comment of the week from the shit show nick why 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 are we doing this because i hate doing it ruby also hates it (laughs) and you never bring one and neither do i i feel like i've been good the past couple of weeks but anyway it's okay did you have one this week no i didn't because you told me you were cutting it so i didn't didn't even bother (laughs) sometimes i like talking about the mundane polls like what wild result maybe we could do it maybe maybe a mundane poll roundup or your favourite poll of the week or something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or maybe if you are really going to be upset about the comment of the week going, or if you want a mundane poll, something to do with that, you could send me an email or comment on the shit show Instagram or send Nick a DM and let us know what you'd prefer in place of comment of the week or if you're just stoked that we're going to be wrapping up quicker and not making you listen yeah. to it. 
Because I think that's really fair. If you've listened to us with all these like hard news stories and then you're ready to just, you know, send it. But we do have to say just the hugest thank you to all of you for still listening. We love doing this. We love everyone that's come and become a Cisco supporter. When you actually become a Cisco supporter, we can see you tick a little box if you come from the shit show. And honestly, I love seeing all of you that have made the jump from podcast listener and fan or friend or like maybe not a fan, maybe hate listener to coming and actually supporting us. It's the best thing ever, eh, Nick? Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it all. And if you want more of the shit show, if you want to be able to see some of the things that we try to vocalize, but they're actually better to be visualized, Squish is over on the shit show Instagram where he's going to be posting some of the funny shit or some of the news stories we chat about. Hey, Squish. Yeah, I've been a little bit slack because I've been traveling, but I'll be better now. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. No, 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 no. We all need... There are weeks where I'm really slack on the shit you should care about Instagram, but... That's why you should always come to the newsletter. Don't know why I did that. Don't know why I did that. That was creepy. That probably put people off coming. Yeah, they're all deleting it now. <laughs> they're all unsubscribing. Okay, with that, um, shall we Shall we head off, Nick? Yeah, before you lose any more subscribers. I know, true. Anyway, we will see you next week, everyone. We promise. Alrighty. See you later. Big promise. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.